crew are all here, numbered five. Harry Balzac's the last to arrive. Studio five here at Hutton has a big bright, bright red button. Thank goodness that our mics are live. Good evening, I'm Harry Balzac, your host for this evening. We thought that we'd start the show with culture and a verse reading, but realised that a limerick was more our style instead. Talking of style, I'm joined by Mia Harkness. <laughs> no, only joking. Just, just you wait, just you wait. I'll claim up in this channel battle a lot, you young maggots. And, talking of maggot wearers, here's Juan Kerr. I'll have you know that it's a caterpillar and I'm keeping it warm until the spring when it'll burst forth as a beautiful spring butterfly. Talking of spring butterflies, if not spring chickens, it's Norma Snockers. Thank you, I think. And I don't like thinking, it makes me frown. And talking of headlines, let's have some. Give us a butcher's. Uh, talk amongst yourselves. Hanky bus hullabaloo hinders Hutton heroes. Hotbox hot bus hand over heroes change. What's the vector, Victor? You knew it's all tickety blue. Circle those wagons, it's time for Community Roundup. Apparently, the bubble has a shortage of butchers. Yeah, we didn't realise either. It all started with the retirement of Don Antonacci, the butcher of Wolf 359. He's gone and he's taken his knives and the rest of the Kimura butchers with him. This has impacted on McFargoids and their ability to serve their patented better not to ask burgers, as they're forced to put in so much rusk into the burger that they're being featured on the bakery aisle. The problems made worse by the lack of extra truckers needed to move the raw goods around the galaxy. And the Pilots' Federation has vowed to implement measures to ensure that no one has to forego their basic human rights of a McFargoys with extra cheese substitute. Firstly, to alleviate the dearth of butchers, the Pilots' Federation has agreed to relax the rules on language. Previously, butchers from the north of the galaxy have been barred from practising their knife skills honed on the streets every Saturday night in the butcheries of the southern part of the galaxy as no one can understand a word they're saying. It's important that communication is fully two-way in an environment that routinely uses instruments that can slice off a limb as a conversation that goes, watch out, what? You'll have someone's eye out with that, hey? Oh, too late, someone ring the pirates union, we've got a new recruit. Can become all too regular an occurrence, even if the word 11 is impenetrable. Now, the authorities have said they'll bypass the language difficulties by making sure that there are lots of pictures in nice primary colours. 
And secondly, to help speed up the movement of goods, the Pilots' Federation has agreed to relax the mandatory 10-minute break that must be taken when teabagging, and that they will offer the first 500 truckers who want to sign up a three-month permit to visit Seoul. So far, 17 have accepted, but we think that they may not have understood the question. The Limpet Union has so far declined to comment. Pilots who rely on Galbook, Galchat and Galpic to validate their existence had a crisis of nightmare proportions this week when these interlinked systems for all intents and purposes went and hid in a corner. These essential methods of communication are run by a little-known arm of the Pilots' Federation, the so-called Time Bandits, an organisation whose sole job is to improve communications by providing cat memes, multimedia, experiences and opinion polls designed to discover the name of your first pet uh, purely for research. All had been going well for a long, long time. The Time Bandits had stolen most of people's free time, so they didn't realise how few missions that there were for them to sign up to, and they had gathered tens of thousands of pictures of asps in front of something, and this state of affairs might have continued indefinitely, except for Mr Dusty in one of the server rooms, who decided that all those cables joining the boxes with the flashing lights looked messy so rearrange them in colour order and strictly top left to bottom right, which, although pretty, did mean that the necessary data was disappearing into a virtual black hole. Panic struck the users of the systems as they were forced to look up and see where they were for the first time in years. One user said, I'll literally die if I don't get another cat meme soon which shows that there is still no shortage of hyperbole and ironically the outage saved 13,267 lives in one hour as people were not stepping in front of moving vehicles completely oblivious to what's around them. The Pilots' Federation was approached for comments and Commander Sally said we're looking into the shortage of cat memes and opinion polls, but in the meantime, we would like to reassure all pilots that there is still no shortage of the colour pink. The officially unofficial Colonia Fleet Carrier Rail Replacement Bus Service has been suspended until further notice. Ranmoff Hanky, great heffalump of all the colonias was dismayed to discover that there was no tritium available to fuel his fleet of carriers. As you know, these run a regular bus service between the bubble and colonia, yet despite queuing at the tritium depot and flashing his fleet fuel card, there were just no supplies to be had. Community goals, ongoing political and military hostilities in the region, combined with a general air of apathy, have meant that deliveries of vital tritium fuel have dried up, and as a result, all carrier operations have ceased for the foreseeable future. 
Original Hanky is busy hatching a large batch of fresh clones in an effort to convert at least one of his carriers to pedal power to reinstate a minimal service. But it's slow going, and in the meantime, Hanky Bus Inc. have reverted to a bring-your-own-ship system where pilots can land on any of the carriers, refuel, fit a fuel scoop, and bugger off to Colonia under their own power. There is even a rumour that in one final display of virtue, the dastardly Don Antonacci siphoned off some of the fuel from Hanky's buses to allow himself and his Camorra henchpersons to escape into the void. In order to fool the Hanky's fuel gauges, in a move described as malice aforecourt, they are said to have filled the tanks with urine, um, uh, which um, hasn't been recycled yet. This is a byproduct of the sublime order of Van Maan and Star Biowaste production process. A spokesman for the sublime order said, We did wonder who was taking the piss. Now we know. Original Hanky only noticed when he first when he took his first tritium bath of the day. He's also been unable to wash his hands since, flying in the face of current space lurgy recommendations. With the Colonia Bridge community goals starting today, this couldn't have come at a worse time for Hanky Bots, Inc. <clears throat> Excuse me. And just goes to show how dastardly Don Antonacci really is. Bravo, Don Antonacci. Bravo. <clears throat> to all kings and hot bosses although not Andrew Swaziland because we like him I am delighted to announce that the hotbox leader has decided to turn its leadership over to the Council of Elders in a thrilling campaign which attracted a total of three people one nominated and voted one nominated but didn't vote and one voted but didn't nominate so it was two nominations for Council of Elders and then two votes for Council of Elders it's unanimous no one could be asked. There was a brief attempt by Pancho Pearson to install me as puppet dictator. You don't want to know where his hands go. I just wish he would warm them first. Finding the fancy dress shop had limited stock, Shay Pearson dressed up as an Anglican bishop and stormed the hotbox office in the lower rotunda. Sadly, the office was empty as everyone was out at the big ceremony, so he spun round in Andrew Swaziland's chair for a bit, ate all the biscuits and then went home as his knee was playing him up. The dusty old hot bosses have roused from their slumber straightened and powdered their wigs, donned their finest council robes, scrubbing furiously to get the pee stains out, and marched in procession to the great council chambers of elders, where they will once again take up the mantle of power. Unsure of the route, the council's newest member, Andrew Swaziland, wandered into a high security zone and was then immediately attacked by anti-personnel security turrets. Some things never change. The procession was cheered on by Hotbox's citizen commanders who shouted slogans such as Liberté, Egalité, Fraternité amid the pompous circumstance except for Wraith Bobby B who was heard yelling VULGARITY at the top of his voice. These citizen commanders, as they are calling themselves, have taken to wearing green sashes and rosettes on the side of their helmets. I meant space helmets. There was even talk of having a cock galois. I said cock, not penis. But no one can remember what's in the sauce or how long you cook it for. No sign of a guillotine yet, but it's early days. Vive la revolution! Commander Vector883 reckons that he's hit on a foolproof way to stun Thargoid interceptors. 
thus making it easier to dispose of them without anyone coming looking afterwards and avoiding those embarrassing questions from the authorities. We believe that his approach is based upon the methodology of the organization called Confuser-Cat, made famous in a documentary whose origins are lost, but we understand evolved some kind of flying circus. In summary, it involves pissing off the Thargoid to the point where it wraps drones around itself and falls over, causing great damage. Much as you might find with, say, Rudolf Hucker going out for a walk with his dog. The method is as follows. 1. As the interceptor scans you, show it what tit-for-tat means and scan it back. 2. When it gets bored and starts to move away, play What's the time, Mr. Wolf? And come close until it turns around and starts to deploy drones. 3. Back away immediately as if it was an accident that you'd got that close. Repeat this two or three times until it starts to mutter under its breath until you really got on its nerves. Sit back and watch as it decides that you've sucked all the fun out of the game, makes a disgusted hooting sound and starts to pack up its drone so it can go home for its tea. Before it finishes packing up, open fire. Yes, it's a dick move, but these Thargoids asked for it, moving into our galaxy, taking over those ammonia planets that we might have wanted one day. At this point, the Thargoid point 0.7 will try to run away because you've really hurt its feelings. But we'll find it's trussed up like the sort of Christmas turkey you used to get before they were all culled due to a lack of butchers, as mentioned in our first story tonight. It can't move, and like Flossie, it's mostly harmless. And that's just about it. Apart from the normal shields and a few perfunctory drones, it's as helpless as a kitten tied up in a ball of wool. Just much, much bigger and with an inability to lick its own ass, Feel free to kill it, reduce it to the valuable bits and a few floating atoms. Scratch another notch on your cockpit and return to the fray. All Hutton systems are tickety blue this week. See what I did there? No? Then pay attention at the back. There are no adverse states across the board, with about a third of systems enjoying states of civil liberty. So what, you say? What does all that mean? Well, civil liberty is the highest level of system security, meaning that they are very unlikely to slip into civil unrest or lockdown or have issues with pirates, terrorists or folks nicking the milk bottles off your doorstep. Only Barnard Star is under 40% this week on 37. There were no conflicts earlier in the week, but now four factions are squabbling for the leftovers, including our old friends, 10th Fleet. Let's see how they get on and ease them into a lower slot if necessary. At the top end of the Systems League, we have eight systems above 60%, with three of those above 70 it took both an expansion and a terrorist attack to drop Van Marnen's star into the 50s. Ways and means, folks. Ways and means. The expansion VMS just mentioned was into LHS 1050 only this morning, but since this is a system dominated by Contrail, and we think it's, well, a bit of a dump, we aren't staying. 
help out in the upcoming conflict to make sure we exit the system with a minimum of fuss. Meanwhile, the eminence Grease, empty tanker driver of the Hutton Hotbus himself, the King of Fumes, the Grand Void of Tritium, Arch Fuel Hanky of Colonia, as that truckers work for Hot Colin Tear to win the last day of the election against the Colonia Council. Oh, and then relieve the famine. After that, truckers should work in Ale Procol Centauri to boost influence. Priorities this week are, if you want to truck something, boost Hutton influence in Barnard's star when the elections and civil war calm down. If you want to shoot something, make sure we lose the war brewing in LHS 1050. And now for news from our own correspondents as we update you on the progress of community-led events. As usual, links will be posted in Twitch chat and also in the description of the YouTube upload. The Fleet Carrier Consul is still barrelling along the 124 waypoints of the Callan Challenge with its passengers, who presumably are either dedicated explorers or are waiting for an enormous notoriety score to die down. And Commander Mephisto just had time this week to dash off this short note. Their encamping cannon cruises between waypoints 81 and 82 at three overlapping tritium hotspots to refuel. Commander Spinnerline redefined the word latecomer, catching up on Consu visiting all previous waypoints of the cruise. He wasn't stopped even by a jump his Aspect Explorer couldn't manage. Instead, he flew back to the bubble to get an anaconda with an 80 light year jump range only to be stranded in the system and having to self-destruct. But the rest of the waypoints he covered in only a few days without further problems, after which he was happily greeted on board by the passengers. Nearly half of the required tritium has been mined, so Konsu will presumably stay or at least over the weekend before heading to the next cruise stop. Wild Wild West Expedition is living up to its name, and Commander Analog Kid has sent us this far-flung missive. Last week, the Wild Wild West Expedition took science to a new and completely unnecessary level, with three commanders using high-powered geyser to launch their SRVs into orbit, and from there, making a three-hour space-borne journey to an adjacent planet some 2.3 megameters away. While the ride was a bit cramped, Commanders Quicksilver, Derek Johns and Airman Dan made landfall in the galaxy's first documented and confirmed interstellar transit of a planetary buggy. This week, the expedition is fresh off a visit to Cursed Moon of the Mercury expedition and is getting ready to head towards Toby's Rest, one of the key waypoints on the journey. A memorial service will be held with formation flyovers there next week. Details and stream information can be found at discord at wildwest.space forward slash discord. If you want to imitate the action of a pinball and bounce from one edge of the galaxy to another, then we have an expedition for you. Commander Infernal Moose sent us this diary entry. The party continues on the Great Galactic Circumnavigation Infernal Expedition. We've now reached Beagle Point and completed the second and longest leg of the expedition. 
This leg was over 78,000 light years and in total we've travelled over 124,000 light years since we left Gable almost three weeks ago. Along the way we stopped at a variety of spectacular points of interest. At Jackson's Blue Light we were able to get over 22 commanders together <coughs> in the same instance for flybys of the carrier, followed by a mass jump with the glow of the planetary nebula and the neutron star as a spectacular backdrop. This was followed by a planetary landing with SRV pileups and a race to the centre of a crater. Everyone had a great time and thankfully no ships were destroyed, although some did come close during the 1G landings. More Centauri Megajin has unfortunately gone missing from the carrier stores. The carrier crew is still investigating. At our next stop at the Fly Void Sea, we were met by the Unknown Vessel, which provided 20,000 tonnes of tritium to refuel the expedition carrier. The refuelling was completed in less than an hour thanks to the amazing work of the carrier refuelling commanders. With the arrival of the unknown vessel, Commander Penja was able to complete his epic return to the expedition and a number of other commanders were also able to join us. This location also provided a rare treat. Multiple species of squid mollusks. The chefs on board, this scan will soon be over, the expedition carrier, were able to create delectable culinary delights for the crew. More gin was found to be missing after the feast, unfortunately. At Beagle Point we were joined by Commander Magel, who has just completed the entire trip there in a 37 Lightyear DBX. A number of other commanders have joined us here as well. We will be departing this Beagle Point area on Sunday for leg 3 of the expedition towards the westernmost system in the galaxy. Everyone is welcome to join. Expedition All Clouds in the Sky has had a reasonably quiet week and Commander Diluvian would like to explain. The stars of the galaxy shine bright until they fade. Just last week, one of my dear friends lost his battle to lymphoma and his star just faded. Brad wasn't a commander, but his passing had a huge impact on me and my latest flying activities and involvement in the expedition. On the positive side, our dear friend Commander Kalida Sakoma, who missed the departure from the bubble, managed to catch up with us earlier this week and spent almost 700 million credits to transfer all his necessary vessels from the bubble to LHL 31Z Zodiac. The crew is still mining to backfill the few reserves before their next leg to three Geminorum. And that's this week's summary of community-led events. If you want yours to be featured, just email itookpartathuttonorbital.com and we'll get in touch. And that was the news. Stay tuned for a brand new Galnet News Digest special, Flossie's Roundup of the CG News and the Hutton Sports Report. But first... Seamless. 
<laughs> yes, <laughs> totally seamless there. Nobody God. spotted a thing. Don't don't look at don't look don't look behind the curtain. Well, there we go, everybody. That was the news. Mm. Uh, oh, was that our nod to National Poetry Day? Um, oh God, I hope not. Really, not even an inclination of the head. Was no, it? they'll be around here to beat us around the head. With sideways glance. I think that was. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. The, yes. Yeah. We're talking about South Britain, of course. North North Britain. You've got your own. Oh, we got our own day. Other poets are available. Other poets are available. Oh, thank you. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, North well, yeah. Britain, not... You're in the middle. You're not North Britain. You're you're North England, but you're not North Britain. Hmm. Mm. Mm. Oh, you're sort of North Britain. You're sort of North Britain. You, you've got North precise. Britain and... Oh, yeah. Well, no. You know, no, at this point, we we normally ask, did anybody watch the Frontier livestream? To which we all answered no. So let's just get on with it, shall we? On Tuesday, mm-hmm. Super Cruise number 48... Uh, with Zach and Bruce this week, anybody see it? No, good. I saw half on. of it. <clears throat> Which half? First half. <laughs> it's difficult to tell. <laughs> so you, you saw the good bit. <laughs> I started. I started to watch it, and then I got dis- distracted doing, I don't know, scripts and stuff, and then found I didn't have any more time to watch it. Yeah, well, yeah. That well, when, they, when they're going through the when they were going through the, yeah, the top twenty issue tracker, I think I think I, I don't know if I missed it or if I just fell asleep. Yeah, you probably fell asleep. It wasn't wasn't the most thrilling. Are uh, there are there serious issues in the top twenty tracker still? Uh, well, it depends on your point of view. If you raised it, then it's of world importance, yeah. galactic importance. Yeah, but I mean, what kind of thing is in there? Uh, Oh, right, that good stuff. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> moving on. Half of them will be fixed in Update 8. So, the When is Update 8 coming? It's planned for two weeks' time, the week commencing the 18th of October. Really? Ooh. It looks like one a month, roughly, doesn't it? Uh, somebody actually asked that question in the chat. Is it planned to be one a month? And he said, well, no, nah, it's kind of when we get enough stuff mm. together. It's so working out at one a month. Uh, yeah, it's, it's not planned for one a month. A a month's worth of dev time is is uh, is an update a month. So that's yes. So as I say, half will be fixed. I think probably six or seven of them. So a third of them were brand new anyway. So yeah, okay. So it's it does sort of tick over. Um, yeah. Then they do the usual stuff: screenshots, <gasps> telescopes. Other SRVs in an update eight. Shut up. Right, okay. That's all you can know. Back under the desk. You know you're not allowed out your basket during the Well, listen, I know, I know. You you, you don't make no odds to me anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Sitting in my dark cupboard that smells of pee. Well, I must admit, as as I was in the studio, we were having our usual sort of chit-chat and and mudslinging before the show started. I I had Wotherspoon in... Both ears, because he was, he was on the Hutton Street. It's a good trick if you can do it. I know. <laughs> and he was also on, uh, on the Pilots Federation stream as well. Yeah. So tonight, obviously, pointless asking if everybody saw it because they're all in here. I did see it. I saw some of it. Um, the spoon in surround sound. I know. Yeah. There was lots mm. of talk about ages and do we like ages? What do we think of ages? And everybody went. And what's Salvation up to? And do so, we trust Salvation? And nobody does. <laughs> Strangely enough, nobody trusts salvation. So this uh, week's home- called to say I love you. Oh, <laughs> so this week's homework is to watch tonight's uh, st- law stream. Yeah. Um, with it says w- Wotherspurin in the. Uh, Wotherspurin. <laughs> it's, it's this dodgy <laughs> keyboard I've got. It keeps making me type things I didn't Nintendo. <laughs> Wotherspurin. <laughs> 
Yes. And Beatles did. And somebody called Crispy Tater Top, which I never Tater heard of. Tot. Tot. Tater Tot. Tater oh, Tot. Yeah. Uh, get my ears waxed. I think a Tater Tot's not those little things like um, the little, little round potato things that crispy yeah, the, it's, yeah. Disgusting pieces of. Yeah. American like, things. Yeah. Ah, like okay. a cylindrical version of the um, uh, what's a, what's the triangular thing that you get in cheap hotels for breakfast? Um, potato things, bacon, hash browns. Thank you. Yes, like those frozen toblerones. And if I said that, and if I said that, often enough, you take the hotels you stay in. But they give you toblerone for breakfast. That's what the machines are for. Did do that one year. I used to, went to um, Bruges and stayed in a really nice hotel, and they actually had a chocolate fountain in the check in the breakfast room. That's Excellent. Disgusting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're dipping your sauce. I mean, come, under come on. I know, I know you're a fan of putting mayonnaise on your chips, but oh, hey, mayonnaise oh. on chips. I haven't had that in years. Mm. Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh. So what no, are they thing. put? Uh, but fruit on the cornflakes or something. No, it's fruit and things to put put in there. Did you put the fruit under the, the fountain? Yes, yeah. Well, I put, I put the... the Pineapple. <laughs> just shut my head underneath. You know. yeah. Pineapple. And it might have something to do with the fact they gave us free champagne at breakfast as well. Oh, oh I, dear. I stopped doing that after a while. I don't know if it was just me using up all this <laughs> yeah, stuff. After the first day. <laughs> yeah. During the first sitting. They're an odd bunch, aren't they? Foreigners. Mm-hmm. You can't see that. You can't see that. You'll get put off the air. Right. Anyway, what's what's the update with Corey then? What's happening with Corey? The the, the baby um, home. Baby home. Baby's out of the... um, out of the vent, out of the ventilator. Oh, fab. So, yes. So, and there is a picture, but I couldn't find it. But Pearson did say there was one, but I couldn't find it. On my phone okay, okay. I, I That's fantastic news. Hmm. Yeah. Brilliant. Now, so that's uh, everything heading in the right direction, which is which is good. She'll be working in that BGS in no time. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Yeah, have her first gun. The apology <laughs> officer has got a question in the chat, so I'll take what? that opportunity. You have. Just read it, read it. Don't answer somebody, yet. Somebody asked I me want to know, the news article, Victor, um, how many times did he die finding out all that? Well, I exactly. don't know. He did, he did say that he'd been doing <clears throat> a few bits pieces. I, could, I suppose I could ask. I could ask him. It was um, a bit complicated. That, I'm, that, ready wasn't it? I'm ready to answer that. Oh, now, we're now. Uh, anyway, good. Yeah. I think, so, yeah, I think that perfect uh, right, time so to there. The question has come from the Cleaner 80. So if the Council of Elders are now running Hotbox, what would happen if their mobility scooter batteries disappeared and their hearing aids were disabled? I've got a feeling somebody's going to be doing a lot of apologising on our behalf. Well, you say that, but I, I remember the heyday of apologising for, for uh, Hotbox. Um, I think what will happen is they'll probably just sit slumbered in their nanny chairs until their commode fills up. Um, and then it's anybody's guess, quite frankly, and they won't hear each other shouting. So they'll just shout louder and louder, and the telly will be blaring. They'll have that up at night. The volume will be up at ninety nine, and they'll be shouting at each other across the room. I think that's probably what will happen. I could just take you, take you back a subject. I've just checked, and two hours ago, so obviously just after I last checked and looked for it, uh, Corey did post into the Hutton Orbital Radio Truckers Facebook group oh, with pictures. Yet. Of uh, Nora Lynn Venezia, and so, and 
some pictures there of people wearing masks holding <clears throat> holding up to it. So it'll be at least a week before she can travel to her home system, but extremely happy with how she's progressing day by day. Oh, I see the pictures. I see yeah. the pictures. Oh, she's still tiny. I looks like her eyes are open on one of those as well. And if you think something's tiny, it must be, a, yeah. it must be... Yeah. 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 Oh, she's looking great. So I think she's got a baddie's hair as well by the looks of things. I had a... When I was a kid, I had a newt. I had a pet newt. I called it Tiny. Oh, no. Because it was my no. newt. Oh, yeah. God. Oh. Right. Yeah, oh, baby's very, very cute, baby. Sorry, 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 sorry. I'm not sorry. He should be sorry. I'm not taking responsibility for that. But, yeah, baby Nora's looking very cute. And, oh. <laughs> I'm just going to sit and get through these pictures. Oh. No. Oh, I, and there I she hate, is again. I hate to interrupt you looking at the pictures that nobody yep. else can see. Yeah. <clears throat> is right. it time to talk about a close living relative of the elephant true? What is that, Hanky? Because he's the great heffalump of the of all the colonias, isn't he? No, I I think the close living relative. Do you mean the Aardvark? Aardvark? Aardvark. 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 Helen. Okay. Um, Mr. Button Pusher Man, are you are you ready? I'm always ready. Ish. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, but we're, ready, meant for, but we're meant for this. this. Yes. I think we actually yeah. were. Like, <laughs> yeah. That wasn't the response he was looking for. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Never is. Okay, so le let us move on then. Okay, when it comes to CGs, no one knows more about stacking than Flossie. So let's hear all about the CG news. This week's Community Goals News. First, last week's CGs support or resist the Federation's attempt to capture Yuri Grom. The resist the Federation's attempt completed successfully around 2150 UTC yesterday with over 80 billion credits earned. Uh, while the support the Federation's attempt finished between tiers 1 and 2 with just 16 billion credits earned. Support the Colonia Bridge project in Alcor and or Colonia. Delivery campaigns in the Alcor and Colonia systems aim to improve journeys to the distant colonies. The Colonia Bridge project is being funded by Brewer Corporation, which outlined the details in a press release. The Colonia region has great potential for businesses and travellers, but the long voyage can be prohibitive. Brewer Corporation is investing in the transportation infrastructure between core systems and Colonia to make crossing those thousands of light years easier. Up to 30 dockable megaships will be placed along the route to Colonia, providing travellers with valuable respite and resources, including tritium. These stationary megaships should be operational by the 28th of October and will mark the completion of the first phase of the three-phase Colonia Bridge project. 
Its aim is to place dockable megaships every four to five hundred light years, working out from the Alcor and Colonia systems. To achieve this, we require larger quantities of ceramic composites, computer components and thermal cooling units. These can be delivered to a McDonald's settlement in the Alcor system or jack station in the Colonia system. Brewer Corporation has confirmed that as well as offering payment for the materials, it will ask the top 10 contributors at Alcor and Colonia to submit potential names for the new dockable megaships. Submissions will be subject to review by the Brewer Corporation Board of Directors. The Colonia Council is subsidising the Colonia part of the initiative due to the importance of this enterprise. As a consequence, the commodity requirements for the megaships at Jack Station are reduced. Each tier reached will enable Brewer Corporation to add the following to the Colonia Bridge route for the 28th of October. Tier 1, 5 dockable megaships. Tier 2, 5 additional dockable megaships. Tier 3, 5 additional dockable megaships. Tier 4, five additional dockable megaships and tier five another five additional dockable megaships try saying that fast additionally brewer corporation will offer reductions to fleet carriers and fleet carrier outfitting at mcdonald settlement in the alcor system and at jack station in the colonial system based on the tier reached these will last for one week starting on friday the 15th of october Tier 1 will provide a 10% discount and each additional tier will provide a further 5% discount up to a maximum of 30%. The campaign begins on the 7th of October 33.07 and will run for one week. If the final target is met earlier than planned, the campaign will end immediately. To earn rewards, you must sign up as an active participant before delivering ceramic composites, computer components and thermal coaling units to McDonald's settlement in the Alcor system or Jack Station in the Colonia system. And that's it for this week's CG News. Flossie told you what to do. Thank you, Flossie. Wasn't that a mouthful? Um... <clears throat> It's not the usual roundup of the Galnet's most digestible news this week. We've got a special from Commanders Beetlejude, Wotherspoon, and a special guest. Yeah, we've had trouble finding news this week as well. This week's Galnet Digest, we are presenting some important survival documents that have recently come to light. The commander stumbled upon crashed anaconda last week as he was making his way back to the bubble. The locks he found there included some extremely useful survival tips for commanders who may have crashed on an alien planet. Together with three other sets of logs previously discovered, we can now present, for the first time, the complete set of alien planet survival tips can only apologise in advance for the numbering scheme. I'm not sure anyone 
will hear this, but if I don't do this, I think I might go crazy. So uh, here goes. If you find yourself stranded on an alien planet, here are some tips to help you survive. I mean, I'm not going to cover all the usual things that you'd find in your Pilot's Federation manual. No, no. These are the real things that people just don't tell you. Tip number one. Make sure that your comm system is not an antiquated piece of crap and that you maintain radio contact with flight control in each system. Otherwise, you might not be able to call for help. Yeah. Guess who has two thumbs and forgot to fix his comm system? <laughs> That's right, folks. This guy. Survival tip number two. Oh yeah, this is a big one. If you have to crash on a planet, make sure your cargo hold is full of useful stuff like evac shelters, food, basic meds, or replacement parts for your newly wrecked ship. Whatever you do, don't fill it with cargo that's as much use as a chocolate fuel scoop. Tip number three. Oh, and I almost forgot this one. On the off chance that you've crashed on a planet, don't, whatever you do, trade in your emergency transponder for a bottle of out-of-date indie bourbon a week before the crash. It turns out that those things are important, and despite what some people might tell you, your ship does need to have one. It might seem obvious, but you'd be surprised how many people do it. Yeah, you know who you are. If I've said it once, I've said it a thousand times. Survival on a hostile planet is all about the prep. Prep, prep, prep. Plan your crashes. It makes it a whole lot easier than being surprised by one and thinking, wow, I wish I'd planned this crash better. Survival tip 77. Whatever you do, do not go crazy and start talking to yourself. Or worse, start making a series of videos on survival tips when you clearly have no idea what you're talking about. I mean, seriously, dude, you're nuts. What do you think's gonna happen here? And don't give me that look. Hey, come back here, I was talking to... That guy is driving me crazy. This might be your first crash, it might be, say, your 46, not to be too specific about it, but learn from the professionals. You cannot use domestic appliances to repair your thruster manifolds. Turns out all that does is make a lot of smoke and a very loud bang. Not to mention the hole breach in the engine compartment. I mean, who knew though, right? in your cargo hold to attempt to make a garden. Seriously, hygiene is important. 
I mean, who knows what this stuff is? It smells terrible and really doesn't taste very nice. Oh, and uh, I might not be making another message for a little while. Tip number 14. Make sure your ship has a cabin that you can seal off after you have had an eye-watering stomach bug. Plastic and duct tape are not essential to seal the door, but they can make the job easier and prevent leaks. Maybe I should have put the plastic on the floor first. Tip number 20. If you're trying to grow your own food, there is no point in planting food cartridges. They don't grow. However, the algae in the air purifiers will grow like crazy, so no need to plant anything, just scrape the stuff off the filters and you've got yourself a top-notch dining experience for one. Thank you, Commanders Beetlejude, Wotherspoon, and Gobi no Kitsune for that wonderful exposition of the benefits of hindsight. Talking of things that we ought to have known better about, once again, it's over to the Apology Officer for the Hutton Sports Report. Welcome to the Hutton Sports Report. The Hutton Sports Report is sponsored by the Hutton Helper, the only third-party resource to come with a big bookcase at the back of your cockpit so you can store all your lore and look cool in hollow meetings. This week we have the following events. The space lore, weird growths all the spore lore, weird growths all over the floor cup. The lore bore through the space door, people's choice award. The she can't take it captain. Lore Core Breach in Progress, Panic Stations Cup, the I Am The Lord Charity Shield, the If You Can't Be Fired Out Of It, Then It's Not Canon, Commander Wotherspoon 21 Gun Salute, the Mobile Library, Bringing Lore To The Community, Community Service Order Challenge. So, double points for checking your sources, big bonuses if you can get around the Library of Congress system, and you will be penalised, I said penalised, not penis, if you get jam on the books, the classified results are The Shriek, 100 Protomaniac, 40 Dockjack, 149 Light, 027, 99 Montgomery Python, 458 LDSK, 182 Attic 2, 118 Marcus Ezekiel, 47. Attic 2, 173. The Shriek, 105. Kia, 669, 2006. Mega Boomtastic, 1350. Clack McCudden, 2. Strathpey Thistle, 3. Caledonia Braves, 1. Linlithgow Rose, 3. Wolf, 359 Wanderers, 2. Haghole Caledonia Thistle, 2. Dynamo LP525-39, 1. Aliotha Lions, 2. And a decal there for Kia669. That's K-A-Y-A-669. 
please email itookpart at huttonorbital.com and arrange to collect your Hutton decal kit, which this week consists of a Hutton Orbital cutout and keep pop-up book and a pair of safety scissors. There are two Hutton runs this week. Jock Doc Jack made their run in 1 hour, 24 minutes and 18 seconds, putting them in 157th place. Kidwan is right on Doc Jack's tail with a time of 1 hour, 24 minutes and 22 seconds and is in 168th place overall. Have you finished reading all of your book? Did they tell you that you can't beat the feel of a real book but you're allergic to paper so now your hands and eyes are all blisters and you can't find the control to make the text bigger? Did you read through A Complete History of Planet Earth only to discover that they all die? You need a break. So why not go to hot.forthemug.com and download or sign up for the Hutton Helper? Let's face it, anything has to be better than not knowing, you know, about the thing. Well, that's it from me. Back to Studio 5. Thank you, Mia. That report contains as much useful information as it always does. No Mayor's Digest this week as Amelia's been kidnapped by the dastardly Don to act as his food tester. Of course, with her constitution built up with all the work she's done for us, she can probably happily eat items that will fill the Don quite nicely. So we're hoping that she'll be back with us next week. That's nearly the end of the show, folks, but we've just got time to bring you a short commercial from Canon Interstellar one that may ring some bells with those of you of a certain age. As soon as I got my first ship, I looked for Mr. E. That's why I joined Canon, to do science as a team. There's lots of ways to search for things in your ship or SRV. I like to dissect Thargoids and have Thargoid jam for tea. I like to study surface sites. Biology is great. Except those boring bark mounds, those things I've grown to hate. So if you like a mystery and want to do some science, Canon is the place to go because Canon means science. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you very much. <laughs> Canon. I wonder where that was going. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what? Straight into the archives. <laughs> Straight into to, the bin, you mean? The round archive, filing yes, cabinet. Yeah. Yes. File yes. 13. File mm. under B. Do we have anything else we want to witter on about? Uh, we could talk about how this otherwise would be the shortest show ever. Well, we, we, we've got to keep going. Until it becomes not the shortest show ever. <laughs> we need to go on for, I think, like 12 minutes to make it. I can't, right, now I'm, I'm getting blamed for seamless oh, sports reporting tonight. No. Oh, hey, yeah. I'm getting blamed for seamless sports reporting tonight, but I heard scratchy, bumpy noise all the uh, way through Somebody it. was doing a hand jive. Yes. Oh, uh, doing a hand what? Hand jive. Oh, right. Was it Sean? Not me. No, not Sean. I think it, must be, I think it was not Norm writing, using his quill pen. Oh, OK, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, so it was I enough. To, it was enough to put me off. I did notice a bit, a bit from a mention of the guy from last week at the end. I don't know what that joke's about. I need to know what the joke's about. <laughs> Norm, come and explain yourself. Okay. It was when it was somebody else did it, and you weren't here. And uh, that's I why I don't get good. it. <laughs> that's why you don't get it because you weren't here. <laughs> 
You've said that, it only pops up when you're here, so I notice you that does it. And yeah, I it's know. Just, it's, I do try. It's just I do try to. Edit just it. enough to throw me. It's just enough to throw me, and I look and go. I don't know what that's about. No, it's because uh, I think it was Simon did it last week and uh, one of the weeks, right. and he 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 did a really good job as well. So um, mm-hmm. that's why we keep talking about the guy from last week. So, yeah, yeah same. Good. When somebody has a week off, yeah, the yeah. guy next last week did it well. Yeah, no. yeah. Except of course when Simon had a week off, and we had that. That was that bloke. The um, I, oh. did he not have problems with colours? I'm sure he had problems with colours. He didn't like the colours. He said, "Yeah, next. yes." For those listening in black and white, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. black and white's nice. That, that's Wales, isn't it? Listening in black and white. <laughs> God, I like Wales. Wales is brilliant, don't they? They make yeah. squeaky noises. Uh, uh, they make yeah. a lot of fountains as well. Quite good. Mm. Yeah, okay. Sing along. Okay. Wheels, not wheels. Oh, got a message here from um, Lenin saying the radio is down on Toronto cast. Oh, well, we'll have to have a look at that. So we're talking to ourselves then? Might just have a quick look online because we've got nothing else to do. Yeah. That's good. I'll edit it out later. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I've got- God. Little Breaker's just made it worse. Uh, read his last comment uh, yes that's black and white whales must be killer yeah, whales the, yeah the radio is is quiet yeah <laughs> it's going to get um, that's going to get us put off the wireless well, anyway yeah, I know why we get I, knew, I know no. why we get put off the radio now <laughs> yeah. no it's cool. just probably it's just been something happened at the, the back end I know with all the stuff that was going on with Twitch today it's probably mucked all that up so yeah. yeah. We're working a finish now anyway, aren't we? That's what, an hour? Yeah. Hooray! Yeah. See, there you oh, go. Nearly. 12 minutes. Yeah. Oh, we've yeah, got the outro as well. We yes, yes, all that long one, yes. Yeah. Yeah, we th- yeah we'll play the, play the long version. Yeah. I think we should play the long version of Interstellar Initiatives before we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on, on a, you could do if you want. Yes, well, please. The, if you're going to set a new record, you don't want to make it too hard to beat. So you've always got that glimmer of hope that you can have an even shorter mm-hmm. show. I lost some that glimmer of hope some time ago. I must, must yeah. tell well, you. <clears throat> so, the previous record was one hour, nine minutes, 23, 28 seconds, and which we did twice. So this will be a new record. So shall we, rather than prat around, let's let people go. So that's all from us at the end of a week where for once nothing much happened leaving us with a record short show. So until next week, if that's all from us, Amelia may not be here, but she did leave us a present. For the man! Margins never really mattered at all. We're gonna take the cargo where it's needed today. Super cruising all across the Milky Way. We'll take anything, anytime, anywhere. Loading up the teen to the brim with rails. Yeah, you know just where we're coming from. Now everybody sing the hot and trucker song. Seems 
to crash into the sun. Swivel X the pilot on the Xbox One. Alvin at the front, you know he leads as well. Trucking across the galaxy, now everybody yells. Everyone's buggered off now, so why don't you bugger off too? How loud is it? Which it's normally is going to unwrap. Un- un- yeah, you can't yep. use hands on the f- tape. Come on, Norm. Press the button. Press any button, please. For the love of God, press a button. Press the big red light off button. We are very, very sorry for all of the mishaps, all of the misbroadcasts, all of the non-broadcasts, and all of the nonsense which has happened this evening's hot news. I'm Mr. Dusty. Well, thank you very much. That was excellent. Give me your trash. <laughs>